What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the post-game show. The San Diego Padres, Mackenzie Gore, is absolutely special, everybody. I know it's a Saturday day game. There won't be as many of y'all in here today, but this is some of the most incredible pitching I've seen from, from, from a team in a series in a long time. You throw away one inning in this baseball game, in this series, the Taylor Rogers blown save in the ninth. This is some of the most incredible pitching I've seen in a really long time. And, 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 and it was again by Mackenzie Gore today. It was again by Mackenzie Gore today. You guys want it? You got it. How's it going? Everybody. How do you do? This pitching, I'm telling you right now, we're so distorted by our thoughts on that Taylor Rogers blown save on Thursday night. All right, Sky. All right, Sky. We'll get into that. But Mackenzie Gore, the kid wasn't even good today. He didn't have his best stuff. His velo was down for a big part of this game. His command was shaky at first. And I promise you he's going to tell you he could have been a lot better today. And Mackenzie Gore, six innings pitched, 10 strikeouts, a career-high 106 pitches. He's lowered his earned run average to 1.50. And if Mackenzie Gore pitches five more innings, he will officially be qualified in terms of qualified starting pitchers when it comes to statistics. And if he were to be qualified today, Mackenzie Gore would have the lowest ERA in the National League. Now, for everybody saying Mackenzie Gore, Rookie of the Year, Rookie of the Year, scratch that out. It's time to be talking about Mackenzie Gore as an all-star. This year, the changeup was filthy. The slider was filthy. The curveball was filthy. The slurve was filthy. And the rising fastball, the rising fastball. Keston Hira struck out four times today. Couldn't even see that thing. Drew down with the massive support of the channel as of late. Let's get some W's in the chat for Drew down. Welcoming everybody into the San Diego Padres, Milwaukee Brewers postgame show. The Padres guarantee a split in Milwaukee. But to salvage that sweep in St. Louis, they need to go get three out of four tomorrow. Drew down. Thank you for the $20 holla. Says, I hope Chipotle was good heading out to supper myself. God bless and go Padres. God bless you. God bless your support. And God bless your freaking health man thank you so much for your donations yes sir chipotle was very very good shout out drew for the 20 dollar holler now we talk about Mackenzie gore today coming off joe musgrove eight innings pitch one hit it's amazing for the starting pitching to feed off one another to feed off each other and come along again everybody this is brought to you by betonline.ag your number one source for all betting needs welcome to the san diego Padres milwaukee brewers post game show we're going to break down this game from top to bottom we're going to hear from Padres skipper Bob Melvin. The Padres improved to 32-21. and 21. It was arduous last week for the San Diego Padres. The offense wasn't clicking. Everything was awful. Well, the pitching's on track. The offense at least seems like they're a little bit better right now. We got to talk about Jake Cronenworth. Hint, hint. Did he maybe get his first top hog award of the year? Hint, hint, hint. We'll get into all of that later in the episode. The Padres today, listen, only six hits. Because this Ashby guy, all right? I'm telling y'all right now, Aaron Ashby, nephew of Andy Ashby, is the real deal. The Padres were hitting some really tough pitches of this guy. He's one and four so far, but the movement drew again. Thank you so much for your donation, my man. You know that. Ashby, the movement on his pitches today were incredible. 97, cheese, the curveball cheese. He always gets guys out with two strikes. But the Padres just strung up some good at-bats here or there. And this Ashby kid is going to be really good. And probably Gore and Ashby are going to go at it for years to come. But Gore was just better today. Ashby, six innings pitch, four earned runs, nine strikeouts, zero walks. To Mackenzie Gore, six innings pitch, zero earned runs, 10 strikeouts. He did have those three walks as well. You look at the Padres pecking order. Jake Cronenworth, everybody. Let's not even skip to anything. You're 110% your top hog of the day. We have two, and it's Mackenzie Gore and Jake Cronenworth. Jake Cronenworth went deep. He had three RBI. He started off the game with the RBI double to left field, was able to score Alcantara after he was, got on base with the fielder's choice, and then Jake Cronenworth took Ashby deep. And this is the Jake we've been waiting for, fellow Fire Fryer fans. This 
is finally the Jake Cronenworth we have been waiting for. Where has this been? We talked about it. If we can get Jake Cronenworth going, it's going to add a whole new dimension for the San Diego Potters. I'm telling you, it's going to add a whole new dimension for the San Diego Padres. This guy, if he can get it going, take an Ashby deep, really blew it open there for the Padres in the fifth inning. It changes the complexity of this offense. And Bob Melvin even said earlier today that he wants Jay Cronenworth, right? He wants Jay Cronenworth to be playing in the second spot in the batting order because he wants to see if Crone can get an extra at-bat a game to do anything he can to get Jake Cronenworth going. And that's your first top hog award of the year for Jake Cronenworth. He has an aggregate score of negative three, four hog washes. Finally, with his first top hog award, you see he's able to get that batting average up to 212. Not only the home run, it was the RBI double, hitting the ball to other areas of the field. And then obviously Mackenzie Gore, your other top hog of the day. Guys, this is a guy, including myself, we were all panicking about last year in Mackenzie Gore just panicking towards the end and now you look at Mackenzie Gore everybody he's four and one those stats are not even updated he's four and one with a 1.50 ERA allowed three hits today and he's just scratching the surface Mackenzie Gore we've shut out the Brewers for two straight games that's the first time in six years the Potters have had two straight shutouts it's the first time they've had two straight shutouts in Milwaukee in over 10 years And this pitching is legitimately unbelievable. And it just goes to show you that if this offense can get clicking just a little bit, chat, if this offense can get clicking just a little bit, chat, it's going to be a really, really interesting team to watch. Now, where's everybody tuning in from on this fine Saturday afternoon? Surprisingly early Saturday game. We got an even earlier Sunday game, I believe, as first pitches at 10, I believe, tomorrow. I could be very wrong. Let's get a quick roll call. I'm tuning in from San Diego, California. We'll be back in LA tomorrow night, likely for game two of the NBA Finals. But man, Mackenzie Gore, your other top hog of the night. And I wish I had the updated standings for you, but Mackenzie Gore's entering the top three now when you look at the top hog hogwash awards. I mean, he is right up there right now with Joe Musgrove. I mean, he's getting close to Machado territory. He is that man right now. That's five top hogs from Mackenzie Gore. And it seems like every start he's been out there, just one, just one, he wasn't special. Chet, this Mackenzie Gore kid is special is special i was going to make and again i'm releasing merchandise very soon if not next week the week after that but man i may need to go get some degore shirts quickly in production because degore yeah he's that man rap boy king haven't seen him here in a minute man thank you so much for the ten dollar holler says gore dark horse Sion. i am not even kidding we are talking about mackenzie gore right now being the rookie of the year I mean, let's talk about Mackenzie Gore being an all-star. I mean, they, I cannot name five pitchers right now in the National League who's been better than Mackenzie Gore this year. One of them's a San Diego Padre. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to think. Rodon? I mean, who, who's been better than Mackenzie Gore? Uh, it's unbelievable. The strikeout rate is insane. The one big thing he needs to work on, and he's going to be the first one to tell you this, is he's still walking too many guys. If he can get those three walks down to two, to one, if he starts not even giving guys free passes, that's the only thing. If he still needs to tweak his mechanics a little bit to start immediately hitting 97, those are improvements. And that's the scary thing, Padres fans. Rapoy King and Drew, guys, thank you so much for your donations. And if you're new to the channel, everybody, subscribe to the channel. Again, we just hit 4,000. I'm going to be giving away in the Bill Chrismat jersey, likely releasing those details tomorrow. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel, and I'll say it again. Subscribe to The Hogwatch. Year-round Padres content, as well as follow me on Instagram here at The Hogwatch. We let you know when Mackenzie Gore is getting it going. Again, Mackenzie Gore pitches another jet. Do you expect Gore to continue with this much success? We'll discuss this and more live now on the San Diego Padres Hogwatch postgame show. Follow me on Twitter as well at The Hogwatch. I, this is still my pinned tweet, chat. I can't believe it. The Padres will win this game today. I'm smelling some mothers, some walk-off energy on this great Mother's Day. Oh, it's so great. Guys, Mackenzie Gore, legitimate. Let's talk about the Cy Young. The Gore shirts coming out soon. It, it's unbelievable. San Diego, baby. Rookie of the year. Sin City. I'm catching up to all these roll calls right now. Kim sucks. We'll get into that. 1.59 ERA, 59 innings pitch. I think it's lower. I think it's a 1.51 ERA now. He is Gore, not DeGore. All right, Jorge, I'm telling you, that's a lot of respect saying DeGore. I'm telling you right now. 
I'm telling you right now. Gore jersey at 5K, you already know. It's going to be a Gore jersey, and it's going to be a special story about Hog that I'm sure all y'all want to know. Luis, thank you so much for the $5. Holly says, hey, Hog, can't stay today, but much love barbecuing with the fam for the Padres victory. We are all in the crone zone from Spring Valley, San Diego. Hey, let's get some W's, and let's get a round of why not us's for Jake Cronenworth in the chat. I've been Jake's biggest critic all year long. And I always said, though, I'm rooting for him. And just to get Jake going, if Jake can get it going, Luis, thank you for the donation, man. If Jake can get it going, chat, it's just going to change everything for the complexity of this offense. It's just going to change everything for the complexity of this offense. He goes deep today. He always plays great defense. Here's something where I will always appreciate it with Jake Cronenworth, Luis. And enjoy the barbecue. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Why not us, Luis? And Luis, go tell them when Hog's releasing some merchandise. You're going to quiver because it's so icy. Thank you for the donation. Please get it going, Jake. I'm telling you all right now with Jake Cronenworth. We've mentioned this on the channel. And you saw it today, chat, with Alcantara playing at second base. There's some of those plays that Alcantara couldn't make that Jake Cronenworth was going to make at second base. That's where you know you can miss him on the field. He was at first base today. We all know that about Jake Cronenworth. But now if you compound that with the fact that Jake's bat is going to be that special, if he can just get that bat going, if he can just find a way to just grind through at-bats, get it going, string some power, some big-time base hits, he's hitting the ball to the other side of the field – that's why we all fell in love with Jake Cronenworth last year. That's the value. That's the four-war player. Now, the question is, and I'm not sold on it, is he truly that guy that we saw last year? I know a lot of y'all are going to say yes. I know a lot of y'all are going to say no. I think I land right in the middle of that where he's a 240 kind of guy. But, man, his fielding is unbelievable. But now to get this kind of production from Jake, I'm very happy to announce, and I'm very happy to say that Jake Cronenworth is the top hog of the day alongside Mackenzie Gore. We're going to talk about Ha-Sung Kim as it's Alfredo's asking, are we worried about Kim? I was never high on Kim, so I can't be worried on Kim. He's a great guy. He's a fun personality, but it is what it is in terms of his production or lack thereof at the batting plate. Nevertheless, everybody, again, Mackenzie Gore, six innings pitch, zero earned runs, 10 strikeouts. Before we get into Kim, before we get into some other potters I want to talk about, I do want to talk about Luke Voigt and get rid of the hogwash award. I have to give it to Luke Voigt because it's only right that I stay consistent with the Hogwash Award. Luke Voigt today, 0 for 4, 4 strikeouts. I don't want to spend too much time on Luke Voigt because he's been the best Padre hitter, if not the second best in the month of May behind Manny Machado. Luke Voigt has the second highest OPS on the team in the month of May. He's having a lot better at-bats. He was hitting 180 for the longest time. The batting average is at 225. The strikeouts are down. The swing is shorter. He's hitting the ball to all areas of the field. But Luke Voigt just didn't have it at the plate today. He couldn't see Ashby very well, biting on those change-ups, not seeing the great plate discipline. But again, it's one day. I have to stay consistent with it. Luke Voigt, your hogwash of the day. Again, that's a game you shake it off. I'm going to get to everyone else's donos right after this again. That's really it with the post. This is for my YouTube audience. Smash the like button. Been brought to you by betonline.ag. Again, Gore, Cronenworth. Congrats, Crone. Your top hogs. Voigt, your hogwash. And that's about it. Other thing for the YouTube audience real quick. Trent Grisham, we're going to get into him. Is Grishy Jr. back? He's hitting the balls to the other sides of the field. His demeanor, his calmness, his approach at the plate is looking like 2020 Grisham. We're going to get him trotting down the bases, flipping off the Dodger dugout. I'm waiting for it. Again, Padres win 4-0, two shutouts in a row. This is some of the most dominant pitching, 26 out of 27 innings in a series I've seen in a long, long time. Unfortunately, one of those innings was a backbreaker. If not, the Padres would have already won this series today. They win 4-0. They're 19-11 on the road. They're 32-21. Let's take a deep breath. It's been your boy, Hog. Subscribe to the channel, and I'm signing out. Peace. All right, chat. All right, chat. How are we doing, everybody? Dara, thank you for your donation, says... We need to make sure we keep Gore, Musgrove, Machado, and Toddy for the rest of their careers. They're the four cores that will keep the Padres relevant. So, talking about that, Gore ain't going here anywhere for a long time. Toddy ain't going anywhere for a long time. Machado has an opt-out after 2023. 
if Machado plays amazing this year and next year, he's going to opt out and we're going to have to give him a bigger deal. Considering where inflation's going, considering where the CBT is going, he's more than a 30 million AAV guy. If he's playing like this kind of baseball and he's going to be 31 going on 32, he's going to want to opt out on that deal to get another big, maybe six, seven year, year deal payday. I mean, look what Corey Seager kind of money got. Machado's years ahead of him. So keep her out on Machado on that contract. It's something that I don't want to talk about yet, but it could be a concern. And as for Joe Musgrove, Gary, again, thank you for your support. We talked about Joe last night on the channel. We talked about Joe discussing what his potential contract could look like. Let's operate under the assumption that Joe Musgrove is going to get a six-year deal. Right now, there could be arguments that Joe Musgrove is a $25, $26 million a year pitcher. I mean, Joe can get six years for a buck fifty, and if they wanted to pay him three three months ago, they could have gone him for five years a hundred. But now, but now we made a mistake, and is a chance. Here's the thing: let's all be real with ourselves. Joe Musgrove is not a sub two ERA pitcher. There's like two or three of them in baseball. He is slightly overachieving right now, but because there's a thin free agent market with starting pitching. You're going to have to pay him like one. And that's a big question that A.J. Preller, that's a big question Peter Seidler, they're going to have to ask themselves, are you okay doing that? Are you okay doing that? That's Joe Muscove. I don't want to spend too much time on this stream. Let's talk about sugar, 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 hey. Jose Zocar just continues to find ways to get on base for the San Diego Padres. Another knock today for Sugar Sugar. That's great to see. But now I really want to spend some time on Trent Grisham. Is he finally, is Grisham finally turning the corner for the San Diego Padres chat? Again, we're going to hear from Padres skipper Bob Melvin on the Padres postgame show. Let me catch up to chat a little bit too. Azokar batting 280. Grish is coming back. That's what I want to talk about right now. What are your optimism levels on Trent Grisham? Because if he starts to hit two guys, all of this stuff is contagious. If the guys who are struggling can get it going, hopefully it pushes one another. I mean, look at the starting rotation. Joe Muscove has been the leading force of that rotation, and it's motivated other members of that rotation to match him. It's the same thing if Jay Cornworth gets it going. It's going to motivate the Grishams of the world. It's going to motivate the Alfaros, the Kims, to kind of catch up and be that great offense because everything's contagious, especially in the game of baseball. You have a rotation that's going well. There's usually not four amazing starters and one shitty starter. It's usually a collective unit and you would hope the same thing with the lineup if we're getting great production outside of guys of Machado if we can get guys from a Cronenworth to produce hopefully it's an infectious disease that just lets Grisham produce Kim produce get those guys going so it's great to see let sugar produce right we all slump or we get hot together. The biggest curse of the Potters in the past has been the pitching's great, the hitting sucks. The hitting's great, the pitching sucks. But if we can elevate that together, this team's going to win 100 baseball games. I'm telling you right now. And if Fernando comes back too, that's just a little cherry on top. And the Zocar looks really solid. He's got wheels every time he goes on base. They got to let him run more. Here's something I do want to ask y'all. Here's something I do want to ask y'all, chat. Why is Trent Grisham not stealing the base pads ever since that heel bruise injury? Can you guys talk about that? Because you guys remember, Grisham used to run a lot on the base pads. He had the heel issue last year, and he's not a threat stealing the bases anymore. A big thing with Trent Grisham is that even if he can bunt and even if he get on, he's not that threat anymore on the base pads. So we need to monitor that because if he starts getting on base more, we need him to start going. He's been getting on base lately, Brett. He's been getting on base lately. Again, welcome to the San Diego Padres, Milwaukee Brewers postgame show. How much better would we feel after St. Louis if the Padres can go get three out of four tomorrow? Sunshine's coming back for the San Diego Padres. So it's going to be a big chance. Sunshine had a big issue with his triceps. It was not a big issue. Sorry. It was a minor issue with his triceps. Had an IL stint. And it's going to be Joe Musgrove versus former San Diego Padre, Eric Lauer tomorrow, who's been amazing. Lauer, 5 and 1 with a 249 ERA. Of course, Eric Lauer's good. Thank you. 619 Cam with the $5. Hala says, Do you think the Padres should go after Miguel Andujar? 
We are also going to talk about Andujar at the ender parts of the live stream. I just want to break down the game today and discuss every San Diego Padre top to bottom. Do I think they're going to go after him? No. Do I want him to go after him? Absolutely. You can just put him in left field. Um, let's get into that a little bit later. I will go back to your donation, I promise, later in the stream so we can talk about Andujar. I appreciate it, though. What's up with the hog? Ladal Hogs got talent. I appreciate it, man. I don't know what your first hashtag is more so about. But again, it was just six hits today for the San Diego Padres. It was another six hits for the Milwaukee Brewers. One team scored, the others didn't. And if we can start all seeing these batting averages go up, that's great. Now, chat. Let's talk about Hassan Kim real quick. But before we do so as well, everybody, go ahead and join the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord. We got everybody with the memes in the Discord. So go ahead and join the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord. Mitty, welcome to the Discord. One of y'all, if you could put the link, I'll go ahead and do it to the Padres Discord in the chat. Would love for all of y'all to join. We got almost, we're approaching 700 members in this Discord. So it's going to make absolutely amazing. Go ahead and join the Discord Follow me on Twitter right here at the Hogwatch on Instagram, the Hogwatch. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on TikTok. We have a Discord. I post these podcasts after every game. If you want to drive to work, if you want to listen to the Hogwatch, if you're driving to work on a weekday, but you don't want to get in an accident on YouTube, go ahead and listen to our podcast format. By the way, everybody, I am so bloody excited. I've been working on so many things on this channel insane emojis you guys are gonna just oh my god i cannot even wait we got merchandise the youtube membership i'm working on exclusive videos to provide my members every month maybe there'll be guests that come on for my members so just guys get ready for it it's gonna be insane now now my question is why are we doing so well against the brewers but we shit the bed with the cardinals the cardinals have always had our number i want to talk about hasa and kim What's your thoughts on Kim, chat? You know, it, it, I think at this point, we need to accept who Ha Sung Kim as, is as a player, right? He, his swing is flawed to succeed at the major league level. Now, what does that mean? His swing is too long. His hands are lagged. And those kind of samurai swings... Like those those samurai like fruit ninja swings, those work in Korea, even sometimes in Japan. But it ain't working with the movement and the velo that some of these people are are facing in the major leagues. Thank you, Nan. Appreciate all your donations, your support. Take it easy, man. And he's gonna be a good defender, even though he makes plays harder than it should. But here's the situation. And I don't want to say it. I'll let Padre's humor say it. This is kind of my sentiment. He's a fan favorite. If Hassan Kim was hitting 150, we would still be defending him. And he's a great guy. I'm sure the clubhouse loves him. And I'm sure he has value. But, you know, to say that he's good, you're, 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 you're fooling yourself. Now, I don't want to say that he's bad because he's not, but he's, you know, super eh. His swing is like a candy cane. It dips instead of being short. Ding, 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 ding. His bat is just not good. He's still late. He's got a much better average than Trent Grisham. Yeah, because Trent Grisham had a historically just shitty start and Grisham's been awful. And there are those series where Hassan Kim can get it going. There are those series where he can get it going and, and, and provide a spark plug for this team. Now, I will tell you this. Hassan Kim getting like an RBI double is just a bolt of energy for this baseball team a lot more than most San Diego Padres players. So that is something where he provides that energy that is very beneficial. Let's hear from Padres skipper Bob Melvin on the San Diego Padres win against the Milwaukee Brewers, everybody. Looking at his line, he's got one point, one and a half ERA. He goes six innings, three hits, ten punch outs. Uh, I mean, what else can you say? He just, you know, is, is pitching at a pace that for a young player that, you know, is I haven't seen, um, you know, especially coming off some of the, you know, last year stuff he had to deal with to, 
you know, have that kind of metal out there on the mound every time. And seems like he's, you know, getting better every time out there. Got him up over 100 pitches today. So just, just fantastic. It seems like there's really been an evolution with his curveball over the last four or five outings. Well, I should say three or four outings. Too. Yeah, and threw some changeups today. Didn't didn't have too many early on. Then started going to his changeups. So he's got the repertoire where. Um, you know, if a pitch isn't working, he has something else to go to. He cuts it a little bit sometimes, curveballs, got a slider that he goes to a changeup. You know, it's it's uh, you know it's impressive to see. He does it a little bit differently. Some some days it's more heaters, some days it's more breaking balls. Has a really good feel what he's doing. There's Bob Melvin talking about Mackenzie Gore. I mean, even Bob Melvin, who's been in this beautiful game of baseball for three plus decades, is saying that he's never even seen this kind of young pitcher coming in. And you know what the amazing thing is, everybody? And again, subscribe to the channel if you are new. Hit the like button. We got 170 of y'all in here, only 45 likes. I know I have an analytics page. I know that 60% of y'all who watch me aren't subscribed. If you want to be entered into more giveaways, we're giving away a Gore jersey at 5K. Subscribe to the channel. I got you every single night, and I'll get you on sneak attack therapy session streams as well when you don't even know they're coming. We also have Chargers content. We have a show with Lorenzo Neal. We had Kasim Osgood last show. We're going to have big-time guests here going to training camp. going to go talk to Justin Herbert. Big-time guests. Get ready for it. Matthew Villarreal with the $5 holla, a big-time donator, contributor, and a supporter of this channel says, bro, I'm telling you, Gore will be better than Kershaw. Let's pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes, and let's pump the brakes. Just remember, chat, we should not get too excited. Well, we should get excited, but not too excited. Number one, with Clayton Kershaw, he was called up at 20 years old. When Clayton Kershaw was 21 for the Dodgers, he was 8-8 eight and eight with the 2.79 ERA when he was 21 years old, right? Mackenzie Gore is already 23, and he's going to be 24. Clayton Kershaw... Won the Cy Young at 23 years old. He was 21 and 5 with a 2.28 ERA. Don't say this shit yet. Don't say this shit yet. Remember what happened with Ryan Weathers. He was shoving against the LA Dodgers back in April last year. And now he has a 7 plus ERA, 7 plus FIP in El Paso and can't even locate his fastball. So Gore's been amazing to start. Thank you. Thank you. Gore's been amazing to start. But let's not do this Kershaw stuff yet. We can talk about, you know, ceilings, and we're getting there. But let's pump the brakes. Let's not jinx this. For those who don't have a Twitter, what are the Chrismat jersey giveaway rules? I haven't set them yet. I haven't announced them yet. Likely tomorrow. Probably just going to be following me on my some of my channels. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, subscribing, you're in. Now, again, Mackenzie Gore is fantastic. But take a look at Clayton Kershaw's numbers. I mean, I mean, when he was 21. So, sure, the comps are there. Sure, we can definitely talk about that. But I do want to just, like, hold off on that and not freak out about it. I don't want to freak out about it. And again, everybody, give Hog a follow on Instagram as well, at the Hogwash. We are also active on our IG stories. I thought Joe was going to do it. Look at this picture, everybody, from last night. Such gold. Such gold. Give your boy a follow on Instagram as well. If we hit 1,000 on Instagram, we're going to do giveaways on the IG page as well. So looking forward to it. We heard from Skipper Bob Melvin, guys. This is legitimate praise. The Giants also lose to the Miami Marlins. The Fish get it done in the bottom of the ninth. The Fish walk it off. You love to see it. But I'm telling you all right now, Bob Melvin even saying these kind of things about Mackenzie Gore, the praise about Mackenzie Gore, saying, I don't think I've ever seen a young pitcher do these things like this. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And we can think of better nicknames from if you don't like Mackenzie DeGore. But I feel like that's the one for me right now. What do y'all think? What do y'all think? Because this kid's going to be in San Diego for a very long time. Now, the biggest question with Mackenzie Gore is this now. The biggest question is this with Mackenzie Gore. What do you do in terms of his innings limit? 
What do you do in terms of Gore and how much innings you're going to give him? If this team's on slate to make the postseason, you got to be worried about preserving his innings because they have probably 140 inning limit on him. 120. He's already going to be at 50 innings very, very soon. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of, you know, what they do. Mackenzie Gore teaching Gore the cutter. Was he throwing it today a lot, Sky? So that 92 was the cutter, was it? Interesting. That's very interesting. Because Joe, Joe Musgrove probably has probably is one of the best, if not the best cutter in baseball. And it's also rare, chat. Sky, it is rare. It's more rare for lefties to throw cutters than righties. If gorgeous, and you know, you know it's amazing. He's just gonna add more pitches. He's just gonna add more pitches. Here's the one big amazing thing about the San Diego Padres pitching staff. Here's the amazing thing. A lot of their starters have a huge arsenal of pitches. Darvish throws 10 different pitches. Joe throws seven different pitches. Gore's approaching six, seven. Clevenger, since his second Tommy John, has added three, four more pitches. Blake Snell really just seems like the guy who's only throwing fastball, slider, curveball. His changeup is... But, I mean, if Mackenzie Gore just starts adding more pitches too, just watch out. Just watch out. He's too talented to have an innings limit. I think you mean he's too talented, so he needs an innings limit. Because today, for example, he wasn't as efficient as he'd like to be. I mean, he threw six innings, but he had 106 pitches, right? That's about 17 pitches, a little more than that per inning. The question is, chat, is there a moment in the year where you shut down Gore or you start him every other start to preserve the innings limit so you could have him in a potential postseason? And Sky brings up a great point about Mackenzie Gore as well. He can throw a fastball 70% of the time, and he'll still be a two-year-ERA pitcher. Sky, that's what we saw in his first few starts. He couldn't throw anything. He literally couldn't throw anything but a fastball. He had no off-speed command, no movement to it, and he was still like around a two-ERA pitcher. It just goes to show how special he is. Here's another thing. Here's another thing. With Mackenzie Gore. He was throwing 97 when he was north of 100 pitches. The stamina, the endurance, the locked in. He is locked in. And it's so amazing. And we are grateful that Mackenzie Gore was called up with this rotation. Now, I'm not going to say it is. But this could be the best rotation in the history of this franchise. 98 was loaded. I'm not going to go there. But this could be the best rotation in the history of this franchise. And for the young blood to be called up and learn from these guys who are so different in their own right. Darvish is a legend. Manaya is a horse. Joe Musco is entering his prime as a top five pitcher in all of the major leagues. Mike Clevenger was a former top five Cy Young guy. Blake Snell is a former Cy Young Award winner. Nick Martinez is an Olympian. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. It doesn't get much better than that. And I'm not going to argue that this is the best ever because I wasn't alive for 98 and I've done a lot of my research on that team and I know it was amazing. But in my life, this is definitely the best rotation I've ever seen from the San Diego Potters. Like I thought Tyson Ross in 2016 was the next coming of Zeus. And now he's probably the fourth or fifth best starter in this rotation. How's it going, everybody? Again, the San Diego Padres win. They're 32-21. and 21. What are your general optimism levels now with this offense? Do you think, Chad, let's do our 1-10 to 10 scale. Are they turning it around? Is it starting to turn around? Because the New York Mets are likely going to get swept in Los Angeles, potentially. They're going to be pissed off when they come to San Diego. It's going to be a big series. Tomorrow's Clevenger. We have to go, is it Snell Monday, chat? Martinez Tuesday? Darvish Wednesday? We're not going to have any of our big-time throwers, right, in the in the Mets series. 
shit. By the way, another great point. And then everybody, sorry, I know the chat's moving a bit fast right now. I will try to get to all of your guys' comments and concerns. I appreciate it. And guys, and by the way, for people who donate, I want to thank you as well. But people who don't even donate, the fact that y'all watch me and support me, it's it's all I can ever ask for. So I appreciate it. 619 Cam says, good to see Rogers back out there and come back at that first AB to get it out. Big relief for him. Hey. This is huge, and I'm, I thank you so much, 619 Camp, for your comment. Taylor Rogers fell behind 3-0, and I was like, uh-oh, here we go again, here we go again, here we go again. He battles back. He goes 3-0, low strike, bam. 3-1, strike, bam. Hassan Kim makes a nice play. Getting that first out as a closer when you're slumping a little bit is huge. Once Rodgers was able to get that first out, the game was over. Mentally, it was over. He was able to get him out, move on. We took Taylor Rodgers for granted, okay? If Taylor Rodgers gets back on track, it's a huge move for the Potters. Musgrove will go in the Mets series. I mean, when? Wednesday, probably? Musgrove just threw a season high, I think a career high maybe in pitches, on Friday. Meaning that if you were to go on Wednesday, okay, that would be Saturday off, Sunday off, Monday off. It would be his fifth day. I don't think Musco's going to go. Maybe they move Musco back up a day, Sky, just so he can pitch against the Mets, especially if we're about to get swept. If we lose the first two to the Mets, Musco's going to pitch on Wednesday. I do agree. But if we're able to split with the Mets, we're, we're, we're not going to we're not going to p- push Joe on Wednesday. Joe jo- Joe's probably not going to pitch in the Mets series. It's going to be Darvish. It's probably going to be it's going to be Snell, Darvish, Manaya. I think they're going to skip Martinez. My guess Padres fans for the Mets series is that it's going to be Clevenger tomorrow. I think they're going to skip Martinez and they're going to put him out of the pen. What they could do is they're going to piggyback Snell and Martinez for Monday against the Mets. They're going to have Darvish go on Tuesday, they're going to have Manaya go on Wednesday. That's my prediction. Does that is that a fair prediction? They're going to piggyback Martinez and Snell on Monday. And then they're going to go Darvish Tuesday, Manaya Wednesday. That's my plan. Um, and that, that's what I would do if I'm the San Diego Padres. Preserve that pen on Monday. Hopefully Martinez and Snell can go the distance for you. Okay? So let's let, 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 let's send out a tweet on that right now for the Mets series. Let, let, let's send out a tweet on that right now. My plans for the Padres rotation against the Mets. Monday, piggyback Snell, Martinez. Tuesday, Arvish. Wednesday, Manaya. That sounds fair. Maybe depends on if we win them all. Big game tomorrow. Again, guys, tomorrow. Former San Diego Padre, Eric Lauer. By the way, Salrod says Gore's looking very good rookie of the year. I mean, right now it's it's pretty obvious. But again, we're worried about winning baseball games. Let's not get caught up in these awards. Of course we want Mackenzie Gore to be the rookie of the year. And again, everybody, Mackenzie Gore today, 106 pitches, 10 strikeouts, lower zero to an NL best 1.50. Rookie of the year, sure, whatever. All-star, now we're talking DeGore. Can we get some hashtag DeGores in the chat, everybody? Let's get it on. Let's get it on. This is a legitimate ace. This is a legitimate ace so far to start the year. So, so, here's where we stand. We're 32-21. and 21. Game one of this series still hurts. This sweep still hurts. But man, I hope this offense can just turn it around. Manny Machado, another hit today for the San Diego Padres. No Eric Hosmer in the lineup. Was it just because they were facing a lefty in Ashby? Likely so. Voight 0 for 4, 4 Ks. Alfaro 0 for 4 today. Kim 0 for 4 today. On the bright side, Sugar with the hit. Grisham with 2. Cronenworth with 2. If Jake gets it going, I'll say it again. If Jake gets it going... It's going to be so big 
for this Padre team. I mean, it's going to be everything for this Padre team. Tomorrow, Padres fans, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. for the San Diego Padres. Win projector. Brewers have a 61% chance of winning. The Prodders have a 39% chance of winning. Boo-hoo. We get that all the time. Eric Lauer, guys, facing the Padres, has been one of the best starters in baseball this year. Of course, Eric Lauer is good once he's come to Milwaukee. The product, I believe out of UTEP, I'm probably totally wrong, is 5-1 with a 2.49 ERA, 61 strikeouts, 1.09 whip. For us who know Lauer from San Diego, he's not going to overwhelm you with his fastball. He's not going to overwhelm you with his velocity, but he is very, very controlled he hits his spots he's good in that regard and he's probably likely going to do so at a very good clip likely maybe no Hosmer again in the lineup tomorrow as they have to face Eric Lauer again hopefully this is a kind of game where Luke Voigt can tee off I guess we'll find out very very soon you say let's just worry about winning but not about awards but last night you guys were freaking out about Joe's contract yeah contracts different than awards man I mean, Joe Musgrove right now, listen, you you want the honest situation? Do you you guys want the honest situation? W, Ashley, W. I'll hit you after stream. You, you, You guys want the honest information here? If Joe Musgrove wants more, if Joe Musgrove wants $30 million a year, he's not a pod right next year. He's not a Padre next year. So here, here, here's the honest truth. If Joe wants six years, 180, we're not going to resign him. We have too much depth. We have too many other pieces to take on that kind of financial risk. He's the hometown guy. I get it. But this is a business. The question is, will Joe Musgrove take a discount? To stay in San Diego. We had our chance. To sign him. We didn't do it. You guys have to understand this as well. If Joe Musgrove was a free agent. This past winter. I would have thought we could have gotten him. But right now. There are no free agent starting pitchers. The market is so thin. On starting pitching. Joe Musgrove is far and away. Far away and away the best pitcher on the open market. And I don't know why you keep saying this, but you cannot compare Joe Musgrove to Robbie Ray. You talk about the $200 million club. You look at Joe Musgrove. He's been way better than Robbie Ray in his career. Robbie Ray got 5-115, which is 23-8 AV. But Joe has been more consistent over these guys in the course of his career. By the way, The short supply of impact arms in this year's free agent class is working in his favor too. That's the biggest question. He is not a Robbie Ray level pitcher. Right now, he's just in the class above him. And right now, Robbie Ray has a 4.93 ERA. Take a look at Robbie Ray's history. Joe Musgrove has a better history. Robbie Ray had a great year in a free agency year in 21, but he had a 4.8 in 2020. I mean, overall. 4.34 4.3419. You know, th- this is Robbie Ray's career. Let's look at Joe Musgrove. I know Joe's had some struggling years and Joe's getting better, but Joe's like look look at Joe. Do you notice something? What's the what's the difference you notice with Joe Musgrove? He continues to get better. He's trending up his whole career. He's getting better. Robbie Ray was kind of more so all over the place, you know. Robbie Ray was kind of more so all over the place, just bouncing around, you know, having a bad year, a good year, eh, here. Joe Musgrove, slowly, if you got a chart, I mean, with an exception of 19, it's it, it's it's a slow uptick up. It's an uptick up. He has a more consistent track record. He has a better track record. He's younger. He's going to get a lot of money. And again, Knock on wood, he's durable. He is durable. You can always rely on him to give you 30-plus starts a year when he wants. 38 starts in 2017, I believe, which is insane. So 
you know, it, it's going to be very interesting to see. What I will tell you is this. If they don't figure something out with his rotation, with excuse me, with his extension this season, he's gone. He's gone. I think he'll stay for 25 a year. That's the question, though. There is no way the Padres are going to offer him 25 a year. That's the problem. 25 a year is six years, 150. They're not going to do that. Three months ago, they offered him eight years, 88. That's 11 AAV. What makes you think they're going to go up 240% on their average annual value price tag? They're not going to do it. They are just not going to do it. This city's going to riot when Joe walks and he's a Dodger. I hope not. But I think Preller's sticking point is about 17 AAV right now. I think that's where AJ Preller is. He's going to hope he can get him for that price. That's about six years, 102, six years, 100. But Joe's going to get so much more than that. The question is, does he want to stay here? How do I know that's the sticker point? Because AJ Preller offered him, offered him 11 million four months ago. He's notoriously a cheap manager when it comes to, excuse me, a general manager when it comes to deals like this. He'll go out and pay the big bucks for the guys that he has high, high conviction on in the Musk, I mean, in the, in the Machados, in the Tatises. Wouldn't you take a discount to be a city legend like Tony? I mean, he kind of already is a city legend right now, bro. He would win. We would never boo Joe Musgrove if he left because the team didn't pay him enough. I know he wants to stay, but he's a human being who also wants his money. Because when you really think about it, these are big differences. $100 million versus $180 million. A lot of it's going to taxes anyways. You're probably netting $60 million on the $100 million deal, and you're probably netting over $120 million on the 180. That's two times the kind of money. Even though it really is just a 60% marginal increase, it's a 100% marginal increase on net. This is money we're talking about here. He loves us, sure. But we're talking about generational wealth, everybody. Okay? It is what it is. The Padres win. Does anybody have any other questions from today's live stream? I'm on six hours of sleep. I don't even know why I'm not even sleeping during the weekdays. Again, everybody, subscribe to the channel. Mackenzie Gore. Absolutely special. Joe's going to walk. I'm scared right now Joe's going to walk. What are your guys' optimism levels? One being, Hog, I'm really scared he's going to leave. Ten being, we're all going to be okay. That Joe Musgrove's in San Diego next year. What are your thoughts on that? What do you guys think with Musgrove? The Padres traded Gonzalez. They weren't going to extend him. People are confident. Eights. People are confident he's going to stay. People are really confident he's going to stay. I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm at about a five right now. Because we're all celebrating him playing so well right now. But it scares me. It scares me right now that he is just playing too well. And here's what Kirkwood said in response to some of my tweets today. I said, let's assume Joe gets a six-year deal. Reply to this tweet with the total money he would get. My guess is 150 right now. Kirk says, might be an unpopular opinion, but paying Musgrove like he's a sub-two ERA pitcher would be a mistake. That's not what he is, despite what this 10-game sample would suggest. 12 million, 20 million years, the absolute max I would go, and I'm even hesitant on that. He's at the absolute peak of his value right now. So the AAVs thrown around make very little sense. I think he's a 15 to 18 million per year guy, no more than five years. That's the issue. These guys are saying that he's a five-year, 75 to five-year, $90 million pitcher. He's definitely going to get a bigger offer elsewhere. 150 is insane. Gosman and Ray contract should be at the high end of what he can get, but they really shouldn't be. I just compared to you Gosman's track record. I just compared to you. 18 per makes sense. Potter should offer six and one, 10 and call it a day. Yeah, if they get him at that, that's the issue. Even Potter's fans are lowballing him right now. Joe Musgrove is probably a three ERA pitcher when he's going very well. He is just balling out in a contract year. He, give the guy credit. 
He's betting on himself. He didn't accept that eight-year, $88 million FU extension from the San Diego Padres, and he is betting on himself. Why on earth, ding, 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 would he take a hometown discount? Why? I don't believe in that shit. Maybe Joe Mushkov a little bit, but come on. And he's just a horse. You can throw him 120 pitches out there. But let's be real. Right now, what would you rather see, chat? Because Alex hits it on the head. It's an awful time negotiating this right now. Because he has all the leverage at those tables. But Thomas, again, what's up, buddy? Welcome to the show. Thank you for all your donations and all your support. It's not those few mil. That's the difference. Here's my hypothetical to you Padres fans. A team offers Joe six years, 18. Okay. Six years, 18 million a year. Okay. That, that, that equates to six years, 108. Okay. Six years, 108. Another team offers him six years for 25 a year. That's six years, 150. Okay. That's a $42 million difference. That is, that is about a $42 million difference, so probably around a $30 million difference after tax. Is that $30 million difference going to cause Joe to leave? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck you, ADHD. I'm going to be myself. I'm in a calmer mood today. I want to talk to the chat. I want to talk baseball. I'm, I don't always have to jump around and be crazy because that's not how I feel right now. I want you to be based. Shirtless stream? All right, bet. It's interesting, right, chat? It's interesting. Again, hit the like button on the stream. We're just talking baseball right now. If you guys want to talk about the Joe Muscove extension, I'll be opening up the Padres Discord if any of y'all want to come in here. Join the Padres Discord. Subscribe to the channel. But it's very interesting. It's very interesting, right? Um, it's scary. It's scary. All right, guys. You guys asked for it. The Padres scored a run today. You got it. All right. Y'all asked for it. Yo, Thomas, thank you so much, man, for the $20 haul. It says, official Joe Musgrove stay home fund. If YouTube didn't take 30%, I'd, I'd put all 20 in it. I'll put 14 of it. <laughs> Base Dono. Appreciate you, Thomas, man. I Listen, but that's my question to you, Thomas. Thomas, that's my question to you. Right? Because if there's that $30 million difference, what do you do? What do you do? I promise you guys this. Next big Padre win. I mean, like a, like a euphoric Padre win. One of those games where it's like, holy shit, I'm, I'm on crack. Shirtless stream. Clip it. Shirtless stream. Official Joe Musgrove stay home fund. Thomas, again, thank you so much for your support. I'm scared, okay? I'm going to be 100% transparent with y'all. Shirtless stream next big Padre win. I'm talking walk-off kind of win. It's, all, it's, all, it's coming out. I'm scared right now that Joe Musgrove is going to leave the San Diego Padres. And it's not going to be his fault. It's going to be our organizational stinginess to not pay. Consider where this team is right now. We are going to be blowing through the tax if we gave this guy an extension. I understand that Myers' deal is coming off the books. Fernando's deal is going to start kicking in. I don't know what to do anymore. We'll see if Joe really loves San Diego. I'm positive he would take any cut. No. No, that's not fair to Joe Musgrove. That's not fair to Joe Musgrove. This comment, Ducks, and again, if you're new to all, all my new viewers, I hope you subscribe, join the Hogwatch. Please subscribe to the channel. Guys, please. Seriously, though. No, dude, that's not fair to Joe. Joe deserves his money. He deserves his money. 
It's going to come from us getting rid of Myers and possibly Grisham. No, Thomas, again, thank you for your dono, bro. Dude, you support me so much. You help me so much, bro. I just spent a few hundred dollars on recording glasses. I'm going to film some public content. Stay tuned. But I'm telling you, Thomas, there's no reason to get rid of Myers. He's gone after this year. $20 million comes off the books. And Trent Grisham, he's already going to be on a minimum deal. And here is where the ding, 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 ding finally comes into play. It could be Blake Snell or or here is one other option. It could be, okay, could they get rid of Darvish? That would be the biggest question, chat. Can they get rid of you, Darvish? Because, by the way, this is Darvish's deal. Six years, 126. He got it at age 31. Pretty similar to what Joe probably is going to get. But maybe if they can get rid of Darvish after this year as a free agent, 18 million, that can be potentially something. But you, Darvish, has been really good for the San Diego Padres. Darvish has been really, really good. So there's no reason that they would get rid of him right now, but that's somebody that you can get rid of. The issue is with you, Darvish, is he has a no-trade clause with a lot of teams. But here's the issue. We want to keep all of them. But I promise you this rotation is not going to keep intact next year. This is why... The Padres, they need to go all in this year. By the way, Barbas, if you're watching this stream, I'm going to deliver this to you tomorrow. But this is why the Padres need to go all in this year. This year. Because this rotation chat is likely not going to stay intact. Clevenger's a free agent. Darvish has one year left after this year. Manaya is a free agent. Musgrove is a free agent. This is the year. And I'm really concerned with Tatis. Can this guy swing a bat yet? When is Fernando going to swing a bat? Just swing it. I knew it was bullshit all along when this injury came out. ADHD, you knew I did a stream on this. I said, probably going to be till August, everybody. He's not coming back till the All-Star break. And that sucks. That sucks, too. Fernando is not going to be back till the All-Star break. At least the All-Star break. At least the All-Star break. They're going to sit him out. He's going to come back, hopefully, in the second half. You would hope. It's probably going to be August when you get Fernando back. And hopefully at least you can get him back when it matters. And hopefully the last 50, 60 games can can get Fernando like, you know, finally up to speed and knock off the rust and be that guy we all need him to be. But what's y'all's concern levels with Fernando? Guys, we're already in June. Like, this season's starting to go now. This season's starting to go now. Like, it, it, it's we are getting into the home stretch. I, I, I mean, we're getting into the thick of the season. Like, blink now. We're 53 games through. Isn't it unbelievable how fast this is going? Guys, I remember. I remember doing my first stream of the year. We lost on a Seth Beer walk-off home run to the Arizona Diamondbacks. That felt like ages ago. We are 33% through the year. And people also did forget about his shoulder too. Because even if he comes back and the wrist is good, if he dives, this guy can go bye-bye. He still didn't fix his damn shoulder. And I mentioned it on my stream. And do y'all remember... Do you all remember when Kevin AC came on the Hogwatch? Okay. Kevin AC came on the Hogwatch and he talked about Fernando and the shoulder surgery. Okay. Watch what Kevin AC said. 
this is before we know this is before we know Fernando was going to get surgery. Here's what AC said, okay? On my channel about the shoulder surgery. What do you know about what they want to do with Fernando? And I think, you know, fans are going to freak out if he says he's not going to go under the knife, but what what are your thoughts on that, Kevin AC? My thoughts don't matter, but I'll, I'll give you my thoughts, and they're thoughts that are based on talking to a lot of people. And, yes, the decision is, is from my understanding, is is yet to be made. Clearly, Fernando Tatis Jr., what was his quote to me? I don't want to get the needle. Uh, and, and he meant knife, I think. Yeah. Uh, and and so uh, he you know, he doesn't want that in his body, and, and gosh, uh, who, who can blame him? My understanding, and I've been – as I, you know, I've been doing professional sports for a long time. I've got, uh, you know, uh, some, some friends and former acquaintances or acquaintances, former colleagues, um, that are, uh, have worked in the, with teams before as uh, orthopedic surgeons, as team doctors. Um, no one can believe that this guy can go forward without a surgery. No one can believe that a $340 million guy, 13 years left on his contract, he's going to be 23 at the start of the season, for the reasons that you elucidated really well, can go forward. Uh, And they have used – I mean, I'm not talking like – they're like, eh, I'm talking like LOL, ha, 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 no freaking way can he go forward. That was Kevin Acey, okay? We fast forward eight months later – it is the ha ha ha. He is not getting surgery. Let's not forget about that. Like, let's not forget about that. Anyways, that's just a little food for thought. If you guys are new to the channel, we had Kevin AC on this show. Um, a few months ago, that was an insane stream. By the way, we had a we had a video, guys. I still craziest shit ever. We had a video that he talked about Eric Hosmer, the collapse of the Padres clubhouse. Guys, the video almost has thirty thousand views. Like crazy, crazy shit, man. Crazy, crazy shit. I wouldn't get it either if I was Tatis. Why? Why is that, Amir? Why is that, Amir? Tell please, please incite us. I've had the same injury, bro. Every time I would reach for a water bottle on my nightstand, my shoulder would pop out. I can relate. Can you? By the way, the dude signed a $340 million contract. Sure, it's his body. But you have an obligation to put yourself in the best position to be healthy and successful. And by not getting surgery... He's hurting his teammates. By not being on the field, he's hurting his teammates. By being unavailable, he's hurting his teammates. It's absolutely not going to fuck his swing, bro. Bullshit. I disagree. It was actually Luke Voigt today. Appreciate it, Thomas, man. Yo, I appreciate it, guys. And by the way, guys, I want to mention, I want to tell you all something, too, that I kind of keep private. But um, so let me explain to you guys something. And again, I, I know I'm more calm today, but this is more of a discussion stream. I hope you guys are still enjoying it because I am i don't have the energy and I, I'm, I'm more so enjoy talking about this. I've been working very hard to get guests on this channel and I've been running into a tough time. Let me explain to you why I think. I was working with the Padres to get a media credential you know, about six months ago. But, you know, at the time, I was smaller. They only give those credentials to, like, radio network people or, like, Sirius XM, even though I I, I have more listeners, if, if, if close to them at least, than some of those other outlets. So I worked on trying to get some guests on the channel. I'm not going to say who. And some feedback I've received is that Their bosses will not allow them to come onto my channel. Their supervisors, there's some conflicting things that don't allow for them to come on my channel, yet they go on other people's, you know, shows or whatnot. It's because I'm independent probably, and it's because the Padres know that if I were to get a credential or something, I wouldn't be able to shit on their players when I want to. But the one thing that I've stood firm on, okay, The one thing that I've stood firm on is remaining independent. 
with this whole Padres thing. I want to be able to share my takes. I want to be able to remain authentic. I want to be able to really share my thoughts. And if they're going to try and bring me down, if they're not going to allow me to have those opportunities to talk to people because the superiors don't want me to grow and they want those other outlets to be victorious on top, then I'll go down swinging. Then I'll go down swinging. I'm not going to sell myself to corporate media. media. Because we're different. So why not us, chat? Why not us? True that. True that. So that's my spiel, everybody. Thank you so much for watching today. There's some food for thought. Raw hog it. Woo! 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 Hey, Potters fans. This has been brought to you by betonline.ag. I need a haircut? No, I don't. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Padres Brewers, 11, 10 a.m. The return of sunshine. Mike Clevenger faces a golf. Former San Diego Padre, Eric Lauer, 11, 10. The Padres go for the series win. If they can take three out of four, that will salvage the sweep in St. Louis. And then we'll have the Mets series on Monday. It's been your boy Hog, everybody. Take care. God bless. And I'm signing out. Peace. Go Pods, baby.